We are going to be talking about Jack Black. Jack Black, the yes. actor. Uh, he's had a lot of popularity and eyes on him because of this new Super Mario Brothers movie with him singing the Peaches song. Uh-huh. And so that's what we're going to start with. We're going to start with listening to that okay. and um, and talking a little bit about his character work there. But then I actually did some sleuthing and I found few more of his live performances okay. that showed me just what a talented musician, artist, singer he is. It's <laughs> some, I'm really excited to show you. You're listening to the Voice Messages Podcast. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Lindsay. We have a passion for music and the voice, and we love sharing the insights we've gained to help others elevate their voices and their lives. In this podcast, we will listen to what's really going on in the voices all around us to see what messages there are for us in our own voices. Presented by A Love Voice Studio. So, okay, let's start with Peaches. Okay. Master, we're gonna rule. Peach, understand. I'm on the love at very end. Peaches, 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 peaches. that I get distracted by the visual that I had to like look away so I could listen better because I get distracted by the visual. That's yes. The use of vowels, the varied use of vowels. And I wish I remember Mm -hmm. the lyric that I noticed it, but there was suddenly like this really kind of vowel that came in before the peaches part. That was the first thing. And then just comparing it as it got into peaches the chorus, um, particularly the second time, was where it was in the first chorus where I'm just like, mm, stop looking. <laughs> but in, yeah, I <laughs> in the second chorus, it was just peaches, peach. And it was just like, that's his voice. Just that's his natural, everyday yeah. voice. And as he continued into that, it darkened into that, like, whoo, there was a little more... Uh, I don't know if warmth is the sound, but like uh, like roundness. That's probably it. Where it was just peaches, 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 yes. peaches, 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 and then it got like rounder as he went on. That it changed the color from the beginning to the end of even the chorus. That second. Yes, I, I totally agree. And it's so it's this beginning part yeah. that is he singing so low that I had to keep, I mean, this is why I, I brought some live recordings in uh-huh. for us to listen to as well, because I kept listening to it going, is that like, is it distorted? Uh-huh. Like, is he really singing that low? Like it's very like, and he kind of has like a, you can hear it low, even almost placement in his throat. Like yeah. it's really, oh. <laughs> so I'll play that again yeah. for us. You're so cool. There's some of it, yeah. Master, we're gonna rule. Peach, understand. I'm on the left. 
So what I'm hearing is just really contrasting vowels. He's changing the shape of, he's changing his pharyngeal shape. He's changing the shape in his mouth and his throat. And it makes such a difference in the way the vowel comes through. And you think about like the difference between classical music versus pop music, for example, or like a musical theater where they're so different. Classical music has a lot of big space in the back, whereas more contemporary yes. music has a lot of big space in the front. And he is using that expanse. If he were to stay in that big space in the back, I wonder if we would start to go, oh, this is very classical. Um, but just because he brings it yeah. in and has... I don't know. It's it's a little bit. He's not working for resonance. He's not working for like this ringing, vibrant, uh, projected tone. He's working to play with color. Is really what he's doing, and just like really, I don't know. Explore yes. the expanse of of what he can do with those vowels. He's not he's not looking to sing pretty. He's just looking to exactly the the exploration is exactly what I felt like too because it's like he is so I feel like he has like when we're when we're listening to him it sounds like he's pushing it to the to the limit and but he knows where that limit is and I think it's because he has explored such a full range of his voice that he knows exactly what it's going to do in all the different areas. And so he has like a control over it, even though he's letting it be free, you know, or letting his inhibitions be free. (laughs) And I don't even hear limits in his voice. Like there are sometimes when you hear a singer sing, you're like, Oh, we're getting close. We're getting to the edge. And I don't hear that at all with what he's doing. Um, There's so true. He knows where to start the compensation or where to start the, the change of things and everything, which I want to show in. So I found him singing the national anthem um, live at a, at a basketball game, a WNBA game, which it's a little bit echoey. So it's kind of hard to hear, but I feel like that's a really good song to kind of just, and you can see his mouth change shape so much. (laughs) Get this one to the right spot. Right there, right there. I'm going to stop you before you go on. So he, when on the Rockets read glare, he had this ah, and it, his vowel was not glare. Eh, it was uh-huh. ah, more like it had a lot more ah in it. His mouth was open. His tongue was nice and relaxed, fat and forward. Uh-huh. And there with yeah. air and glare rhyme, a different vowel, completely different vowel. And you could mm-hmm. see, it was harder to see, but his tongue was doing, it was not the same tongue. There was there was some difference in there. Can we go back? Can we do it again? Right there. Different tongue. 
Yeah. 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 I feel like that was a perfect example of the classic versus contemporary space in the back versus space in the front. You can see it. Mm-hmm. And the rockets ride the light. It was almost like that. The bombs bursting in, mm-hmm. in and air. It's different in my voice because he's a man and I'm a woman. But right, um, right. Like that was so. That was so cool. That was so so cool. This next one. I'm not even going to say anything. Okay. Okay. I will say something. <laughs> so this one is, is him. Um, whenever he does his live concerts with his, with his band. Um, and I could find so many live performances of him singing. Um, he'll do at some point during the, 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 the concert, he'll say, it's time for my solo. And he'll sing a song completely acapella. And it's just really fun because, I mean, obviously people love it, but he's having fun. It's enjoyable to listen to, but he's doing all sorts of fun, different things. Sometimes he's singing the the instruments and stuff. So there's a lot of covers that you can find on YouTube. This one is um, Heart Barracuda. And um, and so that's that's all I'm going to say to cue it up. Here we go. No right, no wrong, selling a song. And if the real thing don't do the trick, yeah. you better think of something right. You better that would be super talented when he started that slide at the end though i do have to say this i'd be very curious as he started that slide and then he jumped up the octave i'm just like you would have broken there you would have you would have flipped there oh yeah oh yeah and that's not a judgment or anything just hearing like the amount of weight that's going on and connection and and it was i loved how he did that how we had that jump there but had he continued instead of doing like a straight i suspect i hypothesize that there would have been a little bit of a a flip right there at the break. Yes, I think so too. Um, There's this, there's another song and I didn't cue this one up or anything, but where he does something that's super similar in, in his, in the recording of it, where he starts from like low, low range and he's doing some sort of really cool rock slide throughout every note in his voice, all the way up to like a, a really nice, you know, rock scream like that. And on the recording, it sounds super smooth and awesome, obviously. But whenever I went to go try and hear it live, he always has to to do the flip. He always has to kind of like compensate a little bit. And I was like, interesting. And I probably should have cued that up just to hear the difference between like a studio versus live. But I do, I think that what's important is just hearing that like, you know, it doesn't take away from the fact that he's an amazing singer, that we can hear that there's obviously limits in his voice, but he, he knows where those are and he is able to, um, sing through them. And he able, is able to like, he's played around with so many different parts of his voice that he knows exactly how to kind of, um, I don't know, negotiate those, I guess, but also, um, the other thought that I kept thinking about was like, man, he is so serious about being 
unserious. And I feel like he's just having fun with everything. And that's because he's been able to just be so seriously unserious and fun with every single part of his voice is what's made it so that he can, he's become the the talent that he is now. He knows. Well, his priority is the fun. And I think that's something that is so easy as singers, especially when we're working on our technique and our skill is we lose sight of the fun and Uh it can become easier to pull back in with repertoire, like choose stuff that you like to sing. But sometimes you have to sing the song that you don't want to sing because it teaches you the skill that you need to develop. But he, he's remembered the fun and the regardless of the style of song he is he's exploring that huge expanse of vocal color and and i love that with even a the same song he's getting such a wide variety what then is the message that we take away from jack black from jack black uh several have fun mm-hmm. when you sing technique yeah. is the tool that you use to to paint the variety, the wide variety of colors, not just your Crayola 12, box of 12 or 24 even. The more that my husband has gotten into art and drawing and coloring, it's been really cool to just watch him learn and watch these you know, videos on YouTube where we're learning about the variety and the depth. And oh my goodness, I saw that that was red, but I didn't notice all of those hues that came into yes. the red. And I think that Jack Black is like the, the oral representation of different hues of that same color. That's, that's my takeaway. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think for me, it was, it was just watching him have so much fun allowed me to have fun listening to him. And I think that's why people just, adore him so much or have you know come to adore him is because he just kind of lets you like because he's so comfortable being himself he allows you to feel comfortable just being yourself and so you know with that it's like when we can when we can lose a little bit of that self-consciousness and and allow ourselves to explore weird sounds that's not that's not a bad thing it gives us some ability to figure out what our voices can do and so that that is kind of what i took away from this one so i love that yeah and that's our voice message for the week go forth create and elevate and use your voices wisely Bye. bye bye